Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who made it to the third round of the NBA playoffs, Shea Kilmer. I don't even know how that's possible I, or how that I'm makes any five, sense at all. Six, John. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Anyways, hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like middle-aged men on business in Nevada love brothels, <laughs> then please subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. What, what's that world famous brothel in, is it Nevada? Is it the Bunny Ranch? Is that? Uh, John, I'm going to be very honest. I know nothing about brothels. You don't? This is a you thing, not oh. me thing. Hmm. Well, there, there was like a reality show about it. I don't know how realistic it was, but... Anyway, so, how are you? Exhausted, John. You're exhausted? This has been a tiring week. I'm ready for it to be over. Well, it's the weekend, so technically the week is over, isn't it? No, because there's the weekdays, and then there's the weekend. The weekend whole, though, I'm ready for it just to be over. Oh. Like, so, like, Monday you'll feel better? Hopefully. Hmm. That's the goal. All right. There's no promises, though, here, John. Well... I'll cross my fingers for you. Thank you. Appreciate it. How are you, John? I'm pretty good. No complaints, really. Kind of chilling. It was also a long week, but not not a bad one. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's much better now that I'm here with you recording for these Aww. fine folks out there listening to us. You're so sweet. I know. God, it's sickening. So gross. <laughs> so, Jay. Yes. Sir. Speaking of it being an exhausting week, yes. how about an exhausting year? How about... An exhausting year and a half. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> and, oh, my Lanta. <laughs> so much growth. Yeah. So much heartache. For sure. So much miscommunication. Yeah. So much exhaustion. Yeah. And, you know, obviously a lot of more, a lot, pe- a lot of people had it a lot worse than you and I did, but still rough, rough year and a half. And, so much sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, hand sanitizer and masks. And toilet paper. And toilet paper <laughs> when you can find it. Um, so, of course, unless all of you have been living under a rock, you must know that we're talking about COVID. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like even saying the word coronavirus anywhere, you never even hear that. Remember, it first started as coronavirus and then it got more specific with COVID and whatever. But... And I know everybody out there has COVID fatigue, us included. We get it. The last thing you want to do is hearing somebody else talking about COVID, especially in like where you hope that you listen to us for entertainment and to learn a little bit. And it's we're more in the pop culture world. So the last thing you want is for it to bleed into your pop culture world. We get it. But 
Oh, I guess I probably got to just face the reality. Yeah, that's really what it is. And I guess I can't promise because I don't like I don't like promising things that that we may have to break the promise. But I I could say with a good amount of certainty that I promise this will be the last one that we use COVID as a topic. But for those of you who are regular listeners of our show, and I'd like to think that all of you are. You'll recall that right when COVID started and like the initial freak out was over with, we did a show on how do we still date in the world of COVID, in the world of social distancing, how do you still have a dating and a love life? And it was kind of groundbreaking in a way because I feel like, Shay, because we, we keep our ears to the ground on what's going on in the sex and dating world, mm-hmm. that we were the first ones to talk about how to continue to date and have a love life everything else got shut off your work life got shut off your social life did god damn it we didn't want your love and sex life to close off too so we did a show about that and then about a year in we did a show on kind of like a status update on where we all were a year in now how was our dating lives gone in the life of COVID, not just Shay and I's, but all of you, what are some of the things and observations we've been seeing and hearing and, and how everybody, I'm sure you're sick of this word too, pivot, but how everybody pivoted, you know, (laughs) to have a sex and dating life. And Shay and I included had to do that. And so we shared kind of the experience of that. And that was, that actually turned out to be one of our most popular shows actually, because I think it was something that everybody can relate to, you Mm -hmm. know, because everybody had to do it. Well, so I figured that this final show would be part three of the COVID trilogy to go over how dating and sex lives are going to be in a post-COVID world. So probably the best analogy I can give to that, Shay, is a lot of businesses who really had to pivot, you know, because they were affected by COVID, they started doing new things to to stay in to you know in survival mode really even like your fast food restaurants right they they started delivering McDonald's would start delivering and they would do curbside pickup and all this kind of stuff that they never ever did before but they did it because that's the world that we now lived in with covid and a lot of these businesses or businesses allowed their employees to work from home you know that sort of thing and now so many of these businesses whether it's restaurants or or the office business or whatever, they have found that, hey, this might not be a a bad thing to do permanently. So even though COVID is just about behind us, there's still restaurants that are going to do curbside pickup. And there's a lot of businesses that are like, you know what? You never have to come back to the office. We figured out that we can still be as productive with you staying at home. Right. So Shay, what I want us to discuss out there is are there things that we had to change in our sex and dating lives just because of COVID, because out of necessity, are there any of these things that we found work for us that have that are going to be permanent changes now to the sex and dating world that may not have happened if COVID didn't happen? You know what I've noticed? Not that I'm dating guys anymore, <laughs> but when I, right before I deleted everything off of like any dating sites in regards to the males... I noticed they were still so goddamn fucking lazy. Yeah. Like they think, oh, everything's still closed, so I can just get a quick little, a little quickie in. Yeah. I think all these people are just so, all, 
on there. All these people, all these men <laughs> are so used to, oh, things are closed. Shoot. Let's, let's just hang out at my house or yep. whatever the fuck it is. You want to hang out? How about a fucking date, sir? Yep. How about asking me on a date? Yep. That sounds absolutely phenomenal. The bar is so low. Know what is crazy, John? What? I gave this one male the benefit of the doubt right before I called it quits on any meat, I would say before I went vegetarian, we'll say (laughs) I vegetarians code for something. Yes. I don't want dick anymore. At least non-vegetarian. I'll take silicone, but, but okay. I gave this meat packing man the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So I went off on him because again, he was like, you want to hang out? I was like, do you mean a date? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, if you want. And I was just like, do you want to? And I told John about this because I always love telling John about the problems that are going on in dating life because it's great content. Yeah. And I get her screenshots even. Yeah. It, it's been great. We we love life here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he actually, after I told him like, hey, like this is the problem. The dude. Oh, and he also asked me night of. Which we also know is another red flag. Yeah. So he asked me what I was doing. I said nothing. He goes, want to hang out? And mm-hmm. I said, as in a date? He goes, yeah. I was like, I have a question. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all right. I love this game. What is it? I was like, how old are you? <laughs> he goes, 27. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Uh huh. He goes, why? And I go, you asked me to hang out rather than asking me if I'd like to go out on a date. Mm-hmm. For some reason, younger dudes always say hang out. He goes, one and the same. I was like, not at all. Right. Not at fucking all. Right. And he goes, LOL. <laughs> Thinks He's thinking like you're joking around with him. And I said, actually, it's a big pet peeve of mine, which it is. If you guys have listened to any other podcast of ours, mm-hmm. any other episodes. Mm-hmm. Then he came back with, I respect that. Oh, that's a different answer. Yeah. Okay, sure. I was like, actually, I've spoken with a lot of women and they greatly dislike guys asking them to hang out. That's true. That's a true story. And then he goes, yeah, I could see how that comes off as childish. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, he's actually getting it. Yeah. Okay. And I even said that to you. I said, okay, yeah. he's he's coming back from it. Yeah. And I was like, that and the lack of effort. Yeah. Um. He goes, no disrespect. I was just about to say sorry for my lack of effort. LOL. I said, LOL. He goes, yeah, I feel stupid. I was like, also, day of shows lack of interest in just boredom. Mm-hmm. He goes, yep. He goes, sorry to waste your time with my unprepared self. <laughs> and I was like, you've taken this better than most. He goes, well, I'm not most. I am me. One of a kind. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so then I was like, I gave him better for the doubt. Yeah. I was like, all right, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, we can go on a date. He wanted to go to Top Golf. I was like, great. Perfect. Great plans. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to go home. I just have to shower and then I'll text you. I was like, okay. Yeah. Which I always have backup plans now because men are just a disappointment in general. Yeah, you have to. And um, so two hours goes by. <laughs> it was 7.13. Two hours goes by. 9.13, guys. Yeah. 9.13 at this point. It doesn't take men two hours to shower. I know better. <laughs> so I texted him. It's like, hey. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Enjoy the rest of your night. And I blocked him. 
Yeah. This is the thing, guys. He most likely sent out a message. Mm-hmm. What are you doing tonight? To multiple women. Yes. I was probably one of the first ones that answered because I was by my phone. But he probably got a better answer later on. Which, that's fine. You don't owe anyone anything. Period. But if you say you are going to do something, can you just fucking tell us that you aren't going to do it? Like, it's not that fucking hard. Well, that, that he, you know, got a better offer, so to speak, like what you're saying. Or he wasn't looking to go on a date at all. He was looking for the instant gratification of just having you come over. And when you didn't go for it, he's like, well, I don't want to meet up with her then. No, I'm, but I'm he, looking for someone to come over. No, he's the one that wanted to go out to Top Golf. He wanted to. He's like, yeah, I would really like that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. He yeah. could have ended the conversation. We didn't have to plan a date. Right, sure. He's the one that wanted to continue. He's trying to say he's one of a kind. Yeah. He's me. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. you, dude. You're so a unique. piece of work. Yeah. So not only... This is the thing. This is what we're getting back to. Men are so fucking lazy. Yeah. Men are so lazy. If they can get a quick fuck rather than taking someone on a date, they fucking will 100% of the time. Yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of always been the case, but it's been, to bring it back to what we started talking about, it got worse during COVID because COVID made it allowable for a little while. Everybody was lazy during COVID. You couldn't go to the gym. You couldn't go do your social stuff you usually do like you know whether it's go to the movies or go to your book club or go to yoga or wherever you go we couldn't do any of that stuff they in some parts of the country where it was really bad you had to kind of barricade yourself in the house and do nothing so you got really lazy you got into just watching netflix and all that kind of stuff so it was sort of allowable to lazy date as well because you had no other opportunities now you could have gotten creative like in our first covid show was we gave creative ideas on how to get together creatively but women during covid were more open to hey maybe i will let the guy i'll go to the guy's house and let him cook for me or have him come over to my house even though normally pre-covid i wouldn't do any of that because it's not safe it's not there's no courting involved people were willing to make some sacrifices in in the sake of still having some sort of a dating life because of COVID. And it was sort of acceptable. I saw it in my own personal life as I never for a first date would want a a girl to come over, but I accepted that there was nothing else going on out there. And I did cook for a couple women. They were great dates. They weren't hookups that she just came over to my house, anything like that. So now that we're past COVID, some guys are still thinking that that laziness can be the norm Mm -hmm. and they don't want to go on dates anymore and put in kick in the effort to do it just like people who aren't going back to the gym and people who aren't doing things they got used to the laziness i think guys are doing the same thing and they want it to be the norm see and i've gone on a couple dates with girls Mm -hmm. which have been lovely i'm never dating men again (laughs) fuck that shit you'll be back oh shut the fuck up anyways so for some reason, I haven't had any problems with women. It could just be lesbians. It, it could yeah. be that. Right, because the girls that you have gone out with, she tells me all her girl date stories. <laughs> all the girls you have gone out with, um, I don't think any of them were bi, right? They were a full-blown mm-hmm. lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. You're the bi one dating the, the, the full-blown lesbian. Although I'm getting more and more to lesbian every day, guys. Right, and you know why? It's not like, oh, I've been confused my whole life and now I know I'm lesbian. That's not it. It's you guys are forcing Shay to be a lesbian. <laughs> 
<laughs> also i didn't really fully give myself before john can attest to this i used to tell him yeah i'm like into girls but i would never date a girl yeah lies mm. all lies now i will 100 percent date oh my gosh i've now come across what a golden retriever girlfriend is and <laughs> oh my god i want one so bad <laughs> so um because of your guys laziness out there you have at least for the time being, and who knows how long it could be permanent, you've turned Shay only to girls, and that's it. So multiply what just happened to Shay by 150 million girls in this country, and there's going to be a lot of lesbians. There's going to be a lot of lesbians. It's because of you lazy asses. So I mean, it's not 100 percent because everyone has their own sexuality thing. Yes, but like I've definitely been more open to exploring. Not because, like, oh, I'm fed up with men. I'm going to try women. No, it's just, like, I'm finally comfortable enough to explore it because I, like, maybe not any other choices, but, like, I just, I'm not interested in men anymore. They suck ass. Yeah, because it's constant disappointment and constant letdown. Like, they have so much passion and so much love for, like, their bros. Yeah. Time with their buddies or the girls that are just friends to them. And giving in, giving you literally minimal to like no effort. And it's just like, yeah, I'm done with that. Like, I want someone who I don't want to date the person who's like nice to everyone anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to date the person that would literally give up the world for me. I don't want the hero. I want the villain. (laughs) Right. Because the villains are committed to their cause. Villains don't waver from what they want. You know, they're focused and they, they hone in on it where... The nice guys are kind of wishy-washy. You know yeah, what I mean? They fucking suck ass, these fucking nice guys shit. You can go suck a duck. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, John. <laughs> no, I'm so angry right now. You are very angry because you, you've turned into the angry lesbian. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the angry lesbian. I just think, like, for me, no more dick. Unless it's silicone. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. That's just my preference. I think we could be bros now. Like, we can be buds. We can go, like, shoot some hoops. Actually, not shooting hoops. I suck at basketball. But, like something we could we could be buddies but we're not fucking we're not fuck buddies you just you're just a bro now to me yeah john how how women been the straight women i guess they've been been, well and shay and i we went for starbucks right before we started recording this and we just kind of were shooting the shit about it and i said that i have also it's not just men she's very frustrated with men but i've experienced more flaky women in my dating life in the past maybe year and a half a little bit could have been covid but covid at least in illinois where we are we we had it a little bit better than most states so we've been kind of easing off on restrictions for a while and that included things that would cater to dates so i can't say that the flaky women have just been because of covid we've been past it for a little while now women kind of suck too when it comes and not in a good way when it comes to the dating thing, I've it's gotten shittier. And that's what we're kind of praying isn't going to be the norm post-COVID. That men and women are both shitty. They came out of dating. Is it going to take a while to right the ship? I don't know. But um, we're kind of sounding the alarm, you know, as far as... John's going to turn gay. Yeah, please don't turn me gay, women, because I, because unlike Shay, who's been, oh, she's old, ever since I've known her, she's been into women. 
just because she's found them attractive and you know she's messed I mean, around with women but, but like she, women yeah but guys. she's never said to me before women. like i only want to date women you know me i've never been in, into men and, and he's like oh men damn it right but w- <laughs> women are pissing me off as well so i don't know what to do other than take care of myself and that gets boring after a little while i haven't taken care of myself in a while really yeah it's been a hot second Huh. I've had a few dates, so. Hmm. Well, that's why. Yeah, I guess you don't need to. I, I guess I don't need to. But, you know, and Shay also said that's when we so were talking. <laughs> uh, I sound like a whore. It's great. Nah, it's not. And if you were, you're like the good kind. Like, you know, when somebody says like, oh, that's a sexy bitch. They don't mean bitch derogatory. They mean it positively. Well, I would say that if you think you're a whore, then... I'd, I'd say it in a positive way. You know, it's funny. I think it, I always think it's really, there's a little off topic. I always think it's funny that like people get so offended that people enjoy sex and it like, not just like, Oh, I'm waiting until I'm married or I'm waiting until the fifth date. It's like people can still enjoy sex on the first date and it still be okay. I promise that doesn't make them as horror or a slut. No, not at like, all. Like as long as they're safe, who the fuck cares? Yeah. I've always said that, there's a difference between a one night stand and first date sex. Those are yeah. two completely different things. Yeah. They both happen on the first date, but the intention behind it is different. Yeah. And it's fun. Like, who the fuck cares either way? Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Why do you care so much, huh? Yeah. Unless you're out bragging about it, there's no one there to judge you but, mm-hmm. but you. You're the only person who can judge you for your yeah. actions. And the other person, your partner, can't judge you for it because they did the same goddamn thing you just did. They just had sex on the first date, too. So they can't judge you without judging themselves. Yep. True story. <laughs> but so Shay had said to me when we were talking about this a little while ago, she, she said she thinks it's generational, which I believe you that it is. I think that this won't heal until the next generation starts dating. I feel like this is the thing, too. Like the the generation after us right now is fucking insane i love them they don't give a fuck like they'll they'll be like worried to ask for like their meal to be like prepared correctly again yeah. like but they will fuck cops up yeah <laughs> like they'll fucking throw what was it um uh, smoke what was it a tear gas back tear at gas. them yeah. i saw a video of this dude picking up the bo- the tear gas bomb thingy and throwing it right back at him I'm oh like, yeah that's, that's what yeah, is that, happening yeah so like that, these kids don't give a fuck. And that's the thing is like they're passionate and like considerate of other people so much overall. You can't say gen like you can't say every single person is. You just can't. Right. But like overall, like the kids that are getting raised, it's a new fucking world, dude. Like right. they're more accepting, they're more understanding. They're not just living by what people are saying, like how we grew up. It's like mm-hmm. I had to go to church every fucking day, every single Sunday. I was at church, Holy Bible, like, oh, Jesus, God, <laughs> this light of light of mine. Um, and now I'm like, question, like more spiritual than anything. Yeah. I'm not like believing in anything in particular. And it's because I didn't just believe what was being shoved down my throat. And that's this the whole persona of the generation after us, after me, not you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the generation after you, John. <laughs> <laughs> but the generation that's getting raised right now, like, these kids are going to fuck shit up, and I'm so excited to see it. I'm so excited. Yeah, because you, you, Shay, are a millennial. The generation you're talking about is Gen Z's. Gen Z's, who, you know, they are old enough to start dating now, but they don't know shit about it yet. So 
once they grow into it a little bit, it'll be curious to see how they do it. But I got to tell you, millennials suck at dating. I, yeah. I don't mean to criticize your... And here's why. I'll no, tell you I why. No, I agree 100%. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, millennials, dudes, I swear to God, do I am so done with you. Like... I am so close to either just being straight up lesbian or getting a sugar daddy because that sugar daddy is going to treat me like the best fucking thing yeah. in the whole goddamn world. Like I am going to be a goddamn princess. <laughs> and that's why younger women, meaning millennials, are into older guys. Because guys don't ask age. us to hang out. They're like, hey, yeah. baby girl, let me take you on a nice date tonight. Why don't you get ready? We can go shopping. I'll pick you out an outfit. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, like, I'm a Gen Xer. And so millennial women are very much into Gen X men. And here's why. You guys have heard me bitch about this constantly. It is social media. So Gen Xers, myself, we lived in a world of dating before social media and after. So we know how to navigate both. We have experienced both. Millennials were born with social media being out there. So that's all they know. They think dating and everything revolves around social media with the dating apps and meeting people on Instagram and all the other social media sites and Snapchat. And they're in for like the same thing that they get out of social media, which is the instant gratification, the likes, the follows, all that stuff. They want the same in their dating life. And that's why they want you to come over to their house right away. They want the instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Like a date, I have to work for your affection to get that gratification? I don't want to do that. Yeah, I definitely noticed like the I want it now, the instant. Like you guys don't know what dial up is. (laughs) Like you don't know what waiting (laughs) for something is. Yeah. Like. I say like you want it and you want it now, which is the thing that I am worried about for Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. Like that's going to be their biggest problem is like just wanting that instant. Like I want it now. I want it all right now. Give it to me. But like millennials going from doing the dial up to like high speed shit. They're just like, we've been there. We just want the it now. We yeah. just want it all now. Like give it to me now. I don't care what it takes. Just I want it now. Right. And this is the thing I've also noticed like that you lose so much because you can't always get everything you want and you're giving up things that could be special and important to you just for something else that's easier yeah i agree one of my philosophies that i use in my life that is that has really helped was a phrase obama used to say which was hard things are hard meaning the payoff is going to be awesome, but you got to do the work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so if you want to have a great sex life or find the person that you're going to marry, that's hard stuff to get. You know what I mean? Like instant gratification with meh, mediocre sex, that's sort of easy to find. Yeah, just go get drunk and talk to someone. Yeah, that's easy. If you want the good shit, the good dates, the the person who's going to be a long-term relationship, if that's your thing, or even like a rocking sex partner who you just totally connect with that's harder to find so you got to put in the work meaning you got to court you got to date you got to have conversation you're not going to find it with a quick hey we just matched on tinder you want to come over in four hours you know what i mean or or whatever you're not going to get the same instant gratification that you get on social media from some like three thousand people liking your video yep it doesn't work the same way stop dating like you surf social media and you're like what does any of this have to do with covid it has everything to do with covid because if all that stuff was in place pre-covid and it was bad like what shay said that it's it's generational that was here before covid covid just made it worse it It amplified it it times yes 
Like y'all are so fucking lazy that you used to like at least ask her out on a date and then they go on a date and then you take her back home. Now it's just like, I don't even want a date. Just let's Netflix and chill, which now it's instead of Netflix and chill, it's let's hang out. It's like you don't even say the full words. <laughs> Netflix and chill is too hard for you to say. You just want to let's hang out. Right. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. In fact, test it. Next time somebody says to you and it's going to be a guy to you women says, hey, you want to hang out? Test it and say, what does that entail exactly? Give me the punch list of what hangout means. What do you want to do in hangout? And they might stumble. They don't know, you know, what what it means. So they have no agenda. Whereas at least if you have a date, you have an agenda. No, least. they have an agenda and all they want is to fuck. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean. Call them out and say, okay, wh- what do you want to do if we hang out? And this is the thing, guys. If you If he stops talking to you or he gets weirded out, like, yeah. It's because he wanted one thing and you're not just giving it up to him. He wanted you for one thing. He just wanted you as an item to use for sex for his own gratification. Yeah. You really just wanted to be another nut? Uh, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. And, you know, there are enough women that I could probably find or match with on the dating apps or find in social media that I can get to just come over and hang out. You know, but I don't want to do that. I actually like dating. Some people find it as a chore and that it's exhausting and it can be. But I actually like getting dressed up a little bit more and, you know, going on a date and looking forward to the flirting and the the unsure nervousness that you have of are we going to connect as well as we did during chat or whatever. You know, I actually like doing that. I don't understand why other people don't want to put in that work as an investment for the payoff, you know, so. COVID crushed us for a year and a half, and so we all developed those habits for a year and a half. A year and a half is a long time. That could turn into permanency. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our warning is if if a lot of you out there are have the same complaints that Shay and I do on how dating went during COVID, and, and it was okay. We had some good dates and some good even sexual experiences and things like that, but they were just Band-Aids. They were not meant to be permanent. Right. You know? So... All that that was just to limp you along and tide you over until COVID is over. Well, guess what? COVID is over now, and let's hope for good. We need to go back to pre-COVID dating. And it wasn't that great pre-COVID to begin with. So we need to at least get back to that. Don't you think, Shay? I mean Yeah, for the love of God. Yeah. Ugh. This is the thing though, too, is like Men are the fucking worst when it comes to reciprocating. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have no idea how many times I've hooked up with a date and they didn't do any type of pleasuring for me. Like, mm. whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. guys, I do not get pleasure off of penetration ever. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You mm-hmm. get to not and then I have to go home. OK, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, dude. And it just got worse <laughs> with COVID. It just got fucking worse. I'm just so over it. Yeah. People just got lazy because they had they felt like they had a passport to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's COVID. We can't do this. I can't take you out on a date, but I still want to meet you. So come over. Yeah. That, I still feel like we have a great connection. Yeah. Ugh. Right. So gag me. So to sum all this up, we can't find many new things that came out of covid that improved dating like the restaurants who found out that curbside delivery is the way to go and they may keep it permanent that was a good thing they found out the stuff that went down during covid when it came to sex and dating 
none of it is good that should stay permanently. I don't think. I think all of it needs – it got you through it. Let's go back to actual real dates, real flirting, do the work to earn the first date sex or finding the love of your life. It's not going to come with the instant gratification by, hey, we just matched four minutes ago. You want to hang out? It's like, what? God. I'm like cringing right now. <laughs> I have like PTSD from dating during COVID. Yeah. So this considered a warning shot to you all that we are in for bad times if we don't right the ship and go back to what better was that times. better times that was at least somewhat normal. And with that, that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username the real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Truly Shay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. And send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, or watch us live with all the bloopers, all of our mistakes, raw dogging it <laughs> on TikTok Live on the weekends. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Ciao, Bellas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.